Welcome to the Bentonville Beacon Podcast. I'm your host, James Bell. Welcome back to the Bentonville Beacon Podcast. I'm your host, James Bell, and this is a special episode, partly because it sits between our two seasons. We're bringing season one to a close, which was all about the outdoor recreation industry here in Bentonville in Northwest Arkansas. And the second season, get ready, if you like the first season, the second season is about mobility. And it's about the current situation with mobility and the future. So we're going to be talking about everything from bicycles, hashtag because Bentonville, to drones, electric cars, autonomous trucks, flying cars, air taxis, Eve toll. It'll be fun. In the meantime, I have the pleasure today of having in the studio my colleague and friend and director of the Northwest Arkansas Technology Summit, Chris Adams. Chris, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, James. I'm excited to be here. I've seen a lot of the podcast, so it's, it's great to be on. Wonderful. Well, let's start with the easy question first. What should our audience know about Chris Adams? Uh, not much. I, I'd like to give everyone the full disclaimer that I am not a tech expert. I'm not the IT guy. What's really unique about being in this role is I'm a huge tech fan. And so I get to play the ringleader for the circus that is the NWA Tech Summit, bring everybody together, create some really uh, interesting partnerships and collaborations, highlight some some thought leadership and some great tech that's living here in Northwest Arkansas. And uh, I really get to just be a kid in a in a little sandbox to to play around and have some fun with a great event. Cool. Well, I know your passion is going to be evident throughout this episode, but what brought you to a, a passion uh, for technology? You know, I think a lot of it started from an early age. I like to tell my kids that I, I grew up with the internet, that, that I'm older than Google, and they think that's scary. But, but really just um, sort of coming of age with the big digital revolution that happened in the, the 90s and, and 2000s and um, doing some work in strategic communications and, and really just getting a love for how tech can help motivate people and influence people to make decisions for good and be better members of their community is always something I've been really interested in. And so I come to the Tech Summit sort of from that background and uh, with working with nonprofits in that space. So it's been a really natural and easy transition. That's a good angle to come at it from. Uh, let's talk about the conference. So what is the Northwest Arkansas Technology Summit and what makes it the premier such summit in the heartland? Yeah, that's, that's really our major selling point. When we tell someone that the Tech Summit is here, we say that it is the premier technology conference here in the Heartlands. And we believe that because of our, our size, pulling in um, about 1,400 in-person participants in 2019, and then over the last couple of years virtual, about 1,200, like that size alone makes us sort of unparalleled in the region for um, technology conferences. Uh, we also have a great scope uh, for the event rather than just being a singular conference like a cybersecurity conference or um, a Web3 conference. We carry lots of different tech all under this one banner for a huge event. And then, um, you know, our setting is really unique. When you think about the places that you can go for a conference, um, there's no place better than downtown Bentonville. And we're excited that we're hosting it there this year with uh, what Visit Bentonville calls an unconventional convention using multiple venues in the downtown area so that we don't get that, that typical conference vibe where you're in one building all day long. Uh, we get to put you down by the trails. 
by the square. It's it's going to be great. It's a wonderful place to be and to host a conference. So that that makes uh, all things Tech Summit really unique in that regard. I do like that. I've been to so many conferences around the country and around the world. And, and you go to a hotel or whatever the venue is, and you're just there the whole time. And then you go home and you haven't seen anything about the place. Yep. And here in Bentonville, I, I'm glad we're set up this way because it's absolutely a, a recruiting tool. Uh, if you will. Uh, so Chris, the Tech Summit each year has a theme. I believe last year's was what's next after th- next. Mm-hmm. How appropriate. Uh, and this year it's fast forward. Why? You know, we were bouncing around a lot of different ideas as to what we could highlight um, as a theme. And when we came back to it, technology has had to accelerate at just such a rapid pace over uh, not just last year, but really the last two years. Um, from, from COVID and the many monkey wrenches that threw at us, the technology, um, has, has had a role in solving, whether it's, you know, mobility, uh, supply chain, uh, and even some of our health tech issues. Dealing with a pandemic wasn't easy on anyone, but companies, especially, uh, companies with really heavy tech arms pivoted fast to keep things up and running in what could have shut everything down completely. And so um, it was definitely an acceleration where they had to fast forward and really up their tech game quickly. And then recently with um, sort of the Russian aggression in Ukraine, um, when you talk about having to fast forward quickly, I don't think anyone was quite prepared for um, Russian cyber attacks being a real uh, potential threat here uh, locally. So things like that just caused organization after organization to really up their game at a faster pace than probably they normally would. And so fast forward really seemed like the perfect fit when we wanted to highlight what tech has been doing over the last year and where it's going in the future. Yeah, that is perfect. I mean, you know, speaking of Ukraine, uh, you know, of course, my role as an economic developer, uh, I'm recruiting companies and uh, every once in a while, I run across one that has some folks in Ukraine. There's one that I'm talking with right now. Uh, We sort of pause things for a couple of weeks uh, when the whole Ukraine thing started so that they could just get their people to safety or to a safer situation. Um, and so it's it's interesting how one event really affects the whole world uh, now in that way. You know, you mentioned the scope of the summit. You actually mentioned a couple of tracks uh, just a moment ago. Could you tell us what the different tracks are in the Tech Summit this year and why you chose those? Yeah, yeah. We're thrilled to have five different tracks of really interesting programming. Um, this year with the fast forward theme and with these different verticals, it's interesting that it's so many of them overlap too, um, because they're all kind of tied into one another. Uh, the first one is mobility and supply chain. Um, if you are here in Northwest Arkansas, you've been amazed by autonomous vehicles, uh, delivering Walmart goods, drones, and, um, cars on the road. I mean, it's, it's been amazing to see that transition over the last couple of years. And so mobility and supply chain just seemed like really a great place to start, especially with some of the amazing um, just press that was brought to that with the recent Up Summit. You know, that really highlighted some of the shifts in mobility. And we're so grateful for what they did, um, putting on a great public show here in Northwest Arkansas for the community to engage in. Uh, we're, we're highlighting cy- cybersecurity as a track, uh, like we just mentioned. You know, that's, that's probably the the one that's never going anywhere anytime soon because cyber threats, cyber attacks, um, just vulnerabilities in all of our systems are things that we need to be aware of and that every business has to keep an eye on moving forward. Health and wellness is our third track. It's going to feature 
uh, both some of the local hospitals here in town that are doing some really engaging tech and then some uh, interesting uh, startups, accelerator programs that are doing some really cool work in things like cardiology and medical devices. Uh, we have a Web3 track that we're putting on, and we're going to get some help from the wonderful Blockchain Center of Excellence at the University of Arkansas to help curate some really great content for that. Uh, Web3 is just such a, a crazy, exciting, fun new space uh, from crypto to NFTs to you know what the next iteration of the internet's going to look like that we're thrilled to have the university's insight really speaking into that area. And then uh, this year, uh, we're pushing for an entrepreneurship track for both entrepreneurs and investors to both get a good understanding of the local landscape of um, entrepreneurship and how that works, as well as to host a pitch competition and uh, highlight some some uh, companies that are that are startups doing some really engaging and interesting work here in Northwest Arkansas. That's awesome. Um, you know, with uh, these tracks and not just being one particular area, it's sort of a non-traditional uh, tech conference. Mm-hmm. So who should attend? Uh, everyone. Like that's, uh, that's the, the scary and fun part of it is that we really try to work to make it as, as broad a conference as possible for a, for a really big audience. Uh, ideally, we want people who are tech leaders, uh, tech executives, uh, practitioners, you know, developers and engineers. We want that group to attend because we really think there's going to be some interesting insights and exciting new tech that's showcased as part of the event. But beyond that, you know, we want um, we want educators, entrepreneurs, and students to to engage in the event as well. You know, with the entrepreneurship track and some of the the programming that we have for entrepreneurs, it's a perfect fit. Uh, when it comes to the student crowd, we really want to see um, kids develop a love for tech and begin exploring, you know, what a career in tech might look like from a young age. Um, I don't know about you, but when I started working in in high school, like it was not a tech-based career. The fact that we have kids now uh, in the Ignite program locally and through some partnerships that I know are happening, uh, they'll be able to get their drone license at age 16. Like if you're telling me I could have been doing that instead of washing cars and mowing lawns, that would have been so much better than sweating in heat like this summer. Uh, it would have been so much more engaging. And that's, that's what we want to make sure kids know is out there and they get excited about. So we want them to come participate in the Tech Summit, get a good exposure to what, what tech looks like here in Northwest Arkansas. Yeah, I wish I had that kind of access when I was in school. Um, you know, for me, work started pretty early. My dad had a landscape and lawn care business, and he figured out uh, that if I was upright at the age of eight, I could, if I could walk and talk, I could push mowers and dig holes and uh, the whole nine yards. So I had a full-time job since the age of eight, 35 hours plus a week before school, after school, uh, on the weekends. And, you know, if somehow technology could have rescued me from that, <laughs> um, that would be fantastic. Um, you know, as important as it is, you know, all, all these, everybody's a technologist these days, mm-hmm. right? You cannot live without technology now. Um, it's driving every aspect of our, our lives. Um, you mentioned a number of groups who sh- should attend. There's three that stand out who really need to keep their cash in the pocket. Uh, that's uh, entrepreneurs and teachers and students. Are you doing anything for them in terms of discounting or, or anything like that? How are you helping them out? Yeah, so we have a couple different ways that we're going to really um, make sure that we reach those audiences. The first is 
that we've got no cost attendance available for them. We're going to start publicizing soon how each of those distinct groups can access that. But that's our goal is to make sure that the event is accessible and that the financial cost isn't a burden or barrier for people to attend. Uh, Beyond that, we're exploring some ways to um, not just eliminate cost as a problem, but help with uh, facilitating transportation, you know, working with some of the schools and other other groups to make sure that the students, you know, aren't paying and that they have a way to get here. And so we're going to be creative and think outside the box, but we don't want there to be any barrier for a student uh, in Northwest Arkansas and in the surrounding area. If they want to participate, we want to make sure that they have a way to get here and share in the fun of Tech Summit. That's great. I mean, what you're speaking to is one of accessibility mm-hmm. and, uh, it's interesting that uh, that is a common theme throughout uh, the Bentonville Beacon episodes. I bet you 50 plus percent of them uh, at some point, somebody is talking about accessibility and it feels like Bentonville was was really built with accessibility uh, in mind. So give you a lot of credit for making sure that folks uh, have an opportunity uh, to attend and then helping them get here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you mentioned the pitch competition. Could you tell us more about that? Uh, you know, when do folks need to apply? Are there particular verticals they need to be thinking about? What does that look like? Yeah, the pitch competition applications are open now. If uh, entrepreneurs want to submit an entry to be considered for part of the pitch competition, uh, everything's available on our website at nwatechsummit.com. You can download all of the official rules. You can uh, submit an entry. And um, for the pitch competition, we're working with three distinct verticals that we really want to highlight for our uh, entrepreneurs who want to submit a pitch, uh, supply chain, health and wellness, and sustainability. Uh, those are the three areas that we're accepting pitches for. And when we host the pitch competition as part of the summit, uh, the first round on uh, the very first day will be um, a video-based competition where we're going to get to show a bunch of videos that are submitted. And then the second day, we'll be doing live pitches with a judging panel. Uh, it's being sponsored by our friends at Plug and Play and Venture Noir. And then uh, new this year, uh, we typically give away a prize, but um, our prize uh, is really uh, substantial this year. Our friends at Riviera Partners have provided a $10,000 prize that we're going to be able to give to our first place winner. So we're thrilled to be able to help out some entrepreneurs with uh, what we hope will be something great that they can use to, to further their work. Fantastic. Uh, in addition to that $10,000 prize, um, is there anything else that you're going to be offering uh, anybody else stepping up to the plate to offer, say, free services or anything like that? Yeah, we're working right now to kind of build out what that would look like, some mentoring and things like that. Um, and also our goal is to take um, you know companies that present and pitch well on this and offer them the potential to come back and then speak the following year at the Tech Summit to kind of provide an update as to you know, what what they've learned to, to help future entrepreneurs as well. So we think that kind of pairing that as an incentive is, is really unique. It's not just pitching then, uh, but then building sort of a legacy to come back year after year and uh, update us and let us know how the company's doing. Awesome. Well, you can count me in, especially for the health tech, med tech uh, type companies, that being my industry background. Uh, you know, if if we want to give two or three hours of my time uh, away for that, even beyond my normal uh, work time. I'm, I'm happy to do that and, and help out if that's a, a good hook to help out people. Absolutely. So we should talk about sponsors. I mean, it's, it is our generous uh, benefactors who uh, help get people to the conference. 
many of them at no cost and transportation and so on. Who, who are your sponsors this year? Who's helping you out? I feel like, you know, one of those people who stands up at the award show and you've got to list everybody and you don't want to leave anyone out. So if it looks like I'm reading right now, like that's, that's part of the, of the problem is I don't want anyone to feel overlooked. We've got some great sponsors, um, specifically uh, some of the, the, the ones that have always made the Tech Summit uh, historically possible. You know, we are supported uh, year after year um, through uh, some wonderful people and connections uh, at the Walton Family Foundation, uh, at the NWA Council. And then, of course, like you can't do an event locally in Northwest Arkansas without the help of Walmart, Tyson, and J.B. Hunt. They're tremendous partners who are thought leaders in their industries, and we're just, we're so grateful to have them on board. Uh, like we mentioned this year, the Blockchain Center of Excellence is going to be helping us out with curating content and getting some great speakers. Salesforce is another uh, sponsor that is just wonderful to have on board and uh, have them share a lot of, uh, of what they do and, and insights into the tech space. Um, looking through the list, I mean, there's tons that I could mention. Uh, if I had to pull out a couple highlights, uh, Tulsa Innovation Labs is one of our, our partners who's going to be playing a big role this year. Uh, we're thrilled to have them on board with all of the work that's happening to help bridge that gap between Tulsa and Northwest Arkansas, just because there's so many things that we're doing similar in both areas, uh, in both spaces with similar tech. So having some friends from just across the border in Oklahoma, come play a play a part is really exciting too. That's great. I mean, we really sit in a region. Northwest Arkansas is a couple of counties, uh, but Tulsa's nearby and some others. And it really is a a super region uh, if you think about it. Um, companies like Canoe have recognized mm -hmm. that by placing it, relocating their uh, headquarters to Bentonville and a low volume production facility here, and then an R and D facility twenty minutes down the road in Fayetteville by the University of Arkansas. But in prior Oklahoma, about halfway between here and Tulsa, they're building a huge production facility. So they're going to do their high volume production there. And I believe that there's going to be some suppliers to them who will fill in around that. And so I just see these two regions and growing together really as a, as a super region. Um, if somebody else wanted to uh, sponsor, how would they do that? Uh, a couple different ways. The easiest way is to probably start at our website, nwatechsummit.com. And um, like all of our contact info is on there for how to get in touch with us. Um, there's a specific sponsor tab um, on the website where you can kind of look through everything that's possible and uh, reach out from there. We're, we're really interested in getting um, just a whole slew of different kind of um, companies engaged. Everything from companies that are leading in tech to companies that might be tech adjacent. You know, if you, if you have a product or service and you want to be in the, you know, the same room and influencing the same people uh, that are really in tech proper, this is a great place to be and kind of highlight what you do and how you can serve the tech community. Uh, we're also hoping to include something like a, an expo demo type um, kind of booth set up with a lot of the space that we have. Since we've got about four different venues and, and tons of room, uh, we want to make sure that if you have a cool toy to bring with you, that you bring it and show it off. Because now that we're back in person, we're not, you know, stuck in those confines of uh, being behind a screen for a virtual event. If you have something flashy and exciting and fun that you can show us, that we can touch and see, like that's what we want to have at the Tech Summit this year. So if you're building something new, we, we want you to bring it out and uh, we'll, we'll find a way to make it work. 
That's great. It seems like the more and more the world brings its toys to Bentonville for us to check out. We get to see the future of everything. You mentioned the Up Summit uh, earlier and, and the community facing day of the Up Summit was phenomenal. Right? Absolutely. We got to see a solar plane, uh, a lunar um, rover, uh, autonomous trucks, hydrogen and electric powered trucks, um, drones, prototypes for flying cars. But then we got to see some more birds fly. Uh, which was really cool as well. Uh, just phenomenal. So let's let's keep doing more of uh, of that. Um, let's get back to you. Totally random question. I think you were playing a little coy earlier when you're like, "Oh, folks don't really need to know about me." How does a guy go from studying religion and getting a master of divinity to leading a tech summit? You know, it's been it's been a fun progression. You know, the my background in nonprofit settings and, and faith based work. Um, really was was due in large part to a desire to um, just make the world a better place, you know, contribute to the common good. And um, when I was uh, doing some of that work at a, a, a local women and children's shelter, Restoration Village, I was in contact with uh, the previous director of the NWA Tech Summit, uh, Ashley Wardlow. And um, she and I would would talk about all things sponsorship and event related. Uh, because over there, I was doing some of their their nonprofit development, and she was a great conversation partner where we could swap ideas and have this this really inter- interesting um, sort of collegiality um, where where she just kind of helped me get all my feet with it. And um, through that connection, uh, I heard so much about the Tech Summit. I told Ashley all the time that it sounded like so much fun. And then when I saw that she moved up to the EVP role at the Greater Bentonville Area Chamber of Commerce, and that spot was open. I was like, well, you know, this this could be the way I could I could have my cake and eat it too. I could get to play with all this fun tech and then use it as a way to continue to help um, just make Bentonville and the surrounding area better, providing things like access, helping um, with uh, educational efforts and sort of exploring for kids, like how they can get into tech careers like that. That to me is the best of both worlds where I can do something that it helps the social good and play in the tech space with all the fun toys at the same time. So that's really cool. I mean, I think Ashley is a, a tremendous asset to the uh, uh, person and asset to the the chamber and really to our community. I love that y'all were just had this ongoing dialogue going on. And I, I think folks should, you know, take note. This is how you get to meet people and find out what the next thing is you're going to do in life. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a great way uh, to do that, even if unintentional. Um, so you aren't from Bentonville or no. Arkansas. So that puts you in the 62% of people who are residents of Bentonville, but aren't from here. Uh, where did you come from and how did you get here? Well, like most people, I got here because of a job, um, which I think is, is really interesting. You know, work tends to bring people here and then you just stick and you stay because you, you show up and you find that it's, it's, the best of all the different places that, that you've looked at or lived before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up on the East Coast. Uh, Maryland is home. I actually drove all the way up to Kansas City the other day to root for the Orioles um, because that was was an important thing to do. Um, but yeah, that's that's sort of where I, I was for most of my life is somewhere on the East Coast in Richmond, Virginia for a while, um, near the Outer Banks in North Carolina, a little bit of time in upstate New York. And a job led us out this way. And, you know, we visited, I think, once. 
And from the moment we got here, checked out the town, um, we just knew it was going to be the perfect fit. We've been here about uh, four years now. So it's been great. Very cool. Uh, What's been the most surprising thing about Bentonville? You know, when you move somewhere, uh, you move with some hopes and expectations for what the local area will be like. Um, We knew what we'd seen on paper and what we'd seen on a screen. Uh, And then to really come and experience it in person, it just blew away even our wildest expectations. It's, um, It's unique. Of all the places that we've lived, you know, we've been everywhere from small towns to bigger cities uh, never been somewhere quite um, just riding the boom the way that Northwest Arkansas is. And that just adds a whole different dynamic to everything. Uh, local arts and culture, the economy, um, the educational system, it's all like the perfect mix for, um, for young professionals, for people with kids. It's, it's just more than we could ever hope or dream for. And um, that's why we swear we're never leaving. Same here. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned it's perfect for young professionals, young couples, and and so on. I don't think I've ever uh, mentioned this number on on this show is that our uh, median age is six years below the national median. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. So uh, what's your favorite thing to do in Bentonville? Um, be outdoors, except for weeks like this where it's just unbelievably hot. You know, whether it's it's hiking or, or running or, um, you know, taking my kids kids on their bikes somewhere like this is the place to be if you if you enjoy being outdoors um, I mean the natural state is just perfect for that uh, beyond that um, you know it's a great place for community events the downtown Bentonville is phenomenal uh, I, I we go by all the time and there's always something happening on the square it's uh, it's a great place to take in a music um, and the local local shows, theater events. I mean, the Walton Arts Center, you don't get much better than that. And all the great concerts at the Amp. Uh, it's mm-hmm. just, if you like to be out and about and doing things, uh, Benville and uh, Northwest Arkansas are great places to be. It, it really is. I, you know, we've got a young family too. We started a little late. Our, we've got a two-year-old baby boy. And I, I am looking more and more forward to getting him more involved in the community uh, and outdoors and you're right. It's it's blazing hot this week. The good news is, as we sit here in June, this is way abnormal. I think we've hit either hit or been near some uh, record highs. Uh, we do get all four seasons here, and that's one of the cool things. I've lived in some other places where we got a lot of one season. In fact, just a few hours south of here where I grew up, you got a lot of one season, as well as in Memphis where I lived for a while, in New Orleans for a while. It, you got a lot of summer Mm-hmm. and not much of the others. Uh, and I lived in Denver for a while where y- you don't get the full breadth of the seasons, certainly not in Chicago either. And here you get four good seasons. It's typically pretty moderate. The uh, As, uh, for example, the, the average high for the year actually happens in July, and it's 89.8. So it gives you just enough of a taste of summer to know that you that you had it and then you slip into beautiful fall and all the things that happen with that. What's your best pitch for somebody or business looking at Bentonville? Uh, why should they be here? You know, um, you'd given me this, this question ahead of time, but I, I've really struggled with, with how to make the best pitch. And I really think that, that if somebody wants to be pitched on the area, they've got to come experience it because that mm-hmm. to me is what sells it. Um, it's once you get here and once you take in some of the things that, 
that, that you like and that you love, and you see the, all that Benville and um, Northwest Arkansas have to offer in those regards, that's what, it just sells itself. It's a really unique place, unlike um, other areas that I've been where, you know, cities and towns really have to work and market themselves and be like, this is why you need to be here. It almost happens organically here because as you, as you come and take it in and the tech summit's a great chance to do this, um, people just fall in love. I mean, that's what happened to us and you experience it, you, you, you love it. And then you find out it's it's the place you want to live and work and, uh, you don't leave. So my best pitch is just to come here and try it out, test it out for a weekend, test it out for the summit see what happens. And I think you'll be surprised. Um, home won't look as good anymore. You'll want to relocate. A fair number of people do that. Uh, and even as an economic developer, I find that's the, uh, the best pitch uh, as well. Um, I can talk with folks about a lot of reasons that absolutely make sense as to why they should be here, whether it's as an individual or, or their business. But at the end of the day, it's get on a plane, get in your car, however you can get here, check it out. You probably won't leave. Pack an extra bag because you're going to send for your things. Uh, will you tell me a story? Make this a, uh, tell me a story about Bentonville. In fact, a, call it a hashtag because Bentonville story or even a moment. For example, a moment for me is right behind our office right now on the Razorback Greenway is a bicycle detour sign. <laughs> also saw a bike rack on a police cruiser the other day. Well, that's fun. Yeah. I haven't seen that yet. Um, you know, when I think about a quintessential Bentonville moment, um, for me, it was, it was um, at the Heartland Summit. Uh, I, was, I was working at the chamber and got a phone call while, while the Heartland Summit was going on that they had um, too much food left over and that they were wondering what they could do with it. Uh, really that while, while they had tons of stuff going on, you know, while they've got thought leaders and the governor in attendance and just all of these great things that they were doing, they wanted to make sure that um, they weren't being wasteful and they wanted to use it as an opportunity to give mm-hmm. back. And so I was able to take um, some of the, the leftover and excess that they had to the women and children's shelter I had previously worked at. And that to me is like, if we're going to talk a story of Bentonville that is, is I mean, that's just the, the culture and vibe around here. It, it's giving, it's collaborative, you know, it's, it's finding ways to not just do what we're doing, but to help others in what they're doing. And so... To me, that was just an extreme example of, of graciousness and thoughtfulness uh, in the midst of something crazy and busy going on that people wanted to make sure that their goodness overflowed to others. And I just, I found that wonderful. That is, you're right. That is so common here. So the givingness, the generosity, and like you said, thinking about others at, I mean, frankly, if you're running the Heartland Summit, yeah, that's got to be a pretty stressful time because it's a few hundred really high profile people. I mean, as you observed in the building at that particular moment, you have the governor of Arkansas, you have the governor of Louisiana, you have, uh, you know, several uh, people. I really thought when you uh, brought up the Heartland Summit, you were just going to talk about the rock star lineup and that guys like Jim, Jim Getz uh, with Sequoia Partners was here, who by his account doesn't go anywhere to speak <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That was the Heartland Challenge, not even the Heartland Summit he was at. But still, that's hashtag because Bentonville. That's what happens here. Uh, it, it has that draw. Um, I didn't tell you about this. Uh, oh, wait. One more question uh, before I get to this. As we start wrapping up, if somebody wants to learn more about the Northwest Arkansas uh, Technology Summit, register or whatever, how do they do that? 
And how do they find you? Everything flows through our website. So you can check out sponsorship opportunities, uh, get tickets, uh, stay current, sign up for our newsletter, everything on our, our website at nwatechsummit.com. Also check out our uh, LinkedIn. Uh, that's probably what we use uh, social media-wise uh, the heaviest. And that's, that's where you can stay current on everything from our sponsor recognitions to some of the fun stuff that we're going to be rolling out. Um, including prizes, contests, and things like that associated with the summit. So you'll want to make sure you follow us there and check out our website. That's great. Well, I know I'll be there, uh, not just because I work for the chamber, but uh, because you have the opportunity to be there for my second time in person and check out just this phenomenal summit. Uh, it, it can't be passed up. So one more uh, question before we wrap this thing up. I, I didn't tell you about this one, but uh if you had a superpower. Oh, man. Yeah, it's one of those. And that superpower came with a limitation. What would it be? And, and while you're thinking about it, I'll give you my example. Okay. Uh, you know, tonight, Arkansas and Ole Miss are playing in the College World Series. I would love to be able to pick up my remote and press a special button, and it would transport me to Omaha, Nebraska and into that game. The limitation would be that it would automatically transport somebody not of my choosing in right beside me who not only hated sports, but hated baseball, or maybe that should have said hated baseball and sports, but, um, and they would have been in my ear about it just the entire time. Okay. So now it's your turn. All right. I think, I think what I would want is, um, you know, of all, all the flashy superpowers, I'd want to be the guy who could look down the road and see into the future. Specifically, I want to be able to see, you know, which of these tech companies are going to do phenomenal so that I can get in on board and invest in something. And my limitation would be, let's, let's make it only tech companies. Because honestly, who's, who's not involved in tech that you really want to invest in at this point? But I can't tell you how many times like growing up um, and looking at, looking at things like Netflix, and Spotify, and some of these things that just have accelerated it started as something small and people were like, oh, that's never going to catch on. And then it just booms. I'm like, man, if I could have just seen far enough that the Netflix wasn't going to stay DVDs in the mail, that it was going to be this booming, unbelievable digital entertainment um, colossus that it is. You know, that would have been nice. I, I, I could be retired now before 40. That would that'd be kind of good. Yeah, you bet. Okay. Well, um, uh, random trivia. Oh, no. Do you know how Netflix got its name, what the purpose of the name Netflix was? A hmm. company that was delivering CDs by mail. It's funny that you mentioned seeing into the future. This is a whole case study that uh, MBA programs study all over the place. Is they actually believed that there would be a time when we would have enough bandwidth that you could stream movies on your television screen into your home. And that's why they created that name. They created a business that counted on what we have today and that counted on a service being delivered to us that they couldn't control in any way. Now, how's that for looking into the future? Crazy business? Like that, that's one in a million odds that they'd be able to forecast that. That's unbelievable. Yeah, it sure that's, seems that's like amazing. it. Hey, Chris, uh, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, join the Bentonville Beacon today. And this has been great. I feel like I've learned more about you professionally and personally, and I'm looking forward to doing more of that over the next 
uh, few years. And uh, I hope our audience, uh, I'm sure they got a ton out of this as well. And, you know, if you're not at the Northwest Arkansas Technology Summit, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. You've got to be there. Um, go to the website, check it out. And if you also still like what you're hearing about Bentonville, visit BentonvilleEconomicDevelopment.com to see more of these podcasts. And if you're watching on your favorite uh, podcast player, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Uh, but keep coming back to learn more about Bentonville and its businesses and its leaders and why this place really does deliver you, deliver you more of what you want and less of what you don't. So you can really just live your best life. See you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Bentonville Beacon Podcast. We hope to see you next week.